Welcome to the second part of Cancer uh, for the Zodiac Sign series. And the second part, I'm going to dive into where you can have or may have Cancer in your natal chart. So we're going to look at the moon, the rising, and several different planets. Um, so please do, and I'm looking at the major aspects, okay? Um, just to get a brief overview. And then from there, I encourage you to do your own research. So we're going to start with if you have the moon in Cancer. All right. So on the positive end, uh, people with moon in Cancer, very imaginative, sympathetic, protective, very protective, um, very tenacious and very loyal people. On the flip side, they can be possessive, but that's just an overall quality that comes with cancer. Um, moody, but it's really just they feel their emotions um, at a heightened rate. Um, they can be like they can victimize themselves often. So you definitely want to stray away from that if you have your moon in cancer. Um, but the moon, for the most part, is at home at cancer because that's its ruling sign. Um, so to be fair like if you have the moon in cancer it brings out the best qualities it's a very good planet to have because they complement each other in the signs in the in the position all right so it brings out devotion patience and the person sensitivity okay um they have strong emotions and they perceive the world around them through them through their feelings right so the moon talks about how you how you uh, emotionally express yourself and how you see yourself in the world um moon and cancer is you know they they really express themselves and see the world through their feelings okay um sometimes they tend to not show their feelings which is very <laughs> that's like a paradox um but because cancer is ruled by the crab and the crab has a shell they know how to conceal their emotions they know how to conceal themselves to be to be fair it takes a very highly emotional intelligent person to be able to figure it out um, and even then they probably won't know the extent. Okay. Um, but in general, they're, they're very more, they're perceptive than active. They wait to act. They're very careful and strategic in how they act. Okay. Um, they're have amazing memory. Okay. But obviously to only the things that matter to them, um, they tend to be good historians, teachers, actors, and writers. All right. But for the most part, cancer excels at anything they put their mind to. There's just one of those signs that will will make it, will find a way no matter what. Okay. So they have refined taste that can be delicate and gentle. Sometimes they can appear to be aggressive if they have a fire uh, sun. So that combination can make them seem more aggressive or vice versa. Okay. Uh, but underneath the, they're still vulnerable. And the reason why they, they have such armor and protection over themselves is because they get hurt easily. Okay. Um, sometimes they can let moon and cancer can let their feelings fester. So like, instead of talking about it and put it out in the open, they can let it just brew over time until like, they just explode which you don't want to do okay um so they're at moon and cancer people are best when they're in love deeply um when they're deeply in love and in committed relationships right um but unfortunately a lot of people who have moon and cancer have to go through a lot 
of trial and tribulations and love. So a lot of them won't actually find a partner um, that easily, okay? And that's just because that's a lesson they have to learn. Um, yeah, and, and part of it is like moon and cancer. It's part of their nature to not trust love, you know? So it's, it's very uh, interesting. That's part of their nature to not trust it. Mm, sometimes they will hold on to a destructive relationship out of comfort because they don't want to be alone. So this is why they end up either in horrible situations or single for a long time because it's either they're protecting themselves too much or they don't, they're holding on to things that no longer serve them to not ever be alone. And so they never will actually find what they're looking for because they're not giving themselves space to be. Okay. So, you know, they can be possessive because of that. All right. If your son is in a water sign and you have a cancer moon. um, Oh, sorry. Wow. That was interesting. That wasn't a burp. That was like a sound coming from my throat. Yeah. I feel like some cancers uh, have to speak up. So if you have a water moon and a water sun, it's like really deep waters. Okay. Um, you have a crazy intuition and like a hypnotic effect. And if you have an earth sign and a cancer moon, um, very loyal people. Okay. And this position, if you have an earth sun and cancer moon, it gets, it gives you a lot of success in the public eye, um, due to that polarity. All right. So I'm going to move on to... Cancer rising. Remember, rising is how we how we show up in the world, how we appear. Okay? Cancer rising is very sensitive to the emotional signals from other people. Okay? They can read the room like crazy and they can look into the motivations of people. All right? When they walk into a room, people are uneasy because they can't figure them out. But once they get to know them, they realize they're very warm and big-hearted people. Um, cancer rising people can be very moody, okay? Um, but that's just part of the nature of cancer. But it's not moody. It's just going through a lot of emotions, which other people may not understand. All right. Um, they can be touchy. So you have to be very careful. Um, sometimes other people have to, like, walk on eggshells with these people. So, like, if you have a, a cancer rising, make sure that you're not giving off that vibe and kind of just be okay with dealing with your own shit don't project it onto other people so then they have to walk on eggshells around you because you like it's too much right um sensitivities are heightened so sometimes you could take offense to things that were not intended right um cancer rising are very sensitive people okay they have good imagination and awareness they can be good writers poets and painters um, they can pick up on opinions, thoughts, facts from all around them, and they're very clever and practical, all right? Um, they're very good with money and very careful with money. They're good with business, cancer rising people, amazing business people. Um, they know how to make good investments, okay? They know when to be in a spotlight and when to be in the background, which is really useful, um, cancer rising people usually went through a lot of difficulties in their childhood, um, but 
they saw it as a mission and they they kind of just like charged through no matter what all right um cancer rising people have round faces pale um luminous eyes and slender arms and legs um they could be a little thick in the middle and as usual anything that rules cancer can be prone to weight gain so definitely make sure that you take care of your um your yourself your health so mercury when mercury is in cancer mercury is a planet of communication so if you have your mercury in cancer um you can be very sensitive to people's opinions okay you have a sixth sense and a crazy intuition um and you can pick up signals from all around you which you know if you have mercury in cancer it could bring you um sensory overload because you're picking up so much from around you um very chameleon like people mercury and cancer um so they can adapt themselves to different types of people or situations all right mm. if if a i mean a mercury and cancer person is going through some shit, they know how to conceal it so they know how to kind of wear the social jovial face while deep down they're dealing with some serious storms okay um, their outlook is always intensely personal and they're very fond of large events and um, discussing large events in terms of your feelings. They're powerful. Um, they have a powerful imagination, sense of poetry, a good memory, uh, very good teachers and writers. Mercury and cancer people could be good at real estate because they, they get that gift of gab at a deep level to convince people. They can inherit money okay, from the family. Um, sometimes Mercury and Cancer people have fears and phobias of flying. Um, but for the most part, it's a pretty positive position with Cancer and Mercury. Morning, moving on, Venus and Cancer. Uh, Venus and Cancer people, Venus and Cancer actually is a very good combination for Venus. Because Jupiter is, Jupiter, um, the moon allows Jupiter to expand itself. So Venus and Cancer people are very romantic and sensitive. Um, they seek love, but they're not blindly in love. They have a good balance on love. Okay. Um, they like being chased rather than chasing, <laughs> you know, and, uh, let me see. They don't automatically just demonstrate all their love and support for the person. They wait until proven otherwise. And then they're very, very, um, demonstrative and very sensual people okay they have a gift for eloquence and elegance um they love celebrating birthdays and holidays and things that are you know in the family or in the relationship um venus and cancer people love to be at home love to cook love to tend to the home life so it's a very good position for for cancer All right, moving on to Uranus, the planet of unpredictability and change. Uranus and Cancer. Um, in Cancer, the power of Uranus is uh, it's heightened. So again, it's heightened towards sensitivity of other people, right? Um, they have a very uh, developed imagination, okay, and very intense psychic awareness. Um, most of the time their intuitions can be trusted and they're usually 99.99% point on like on point 
um, Uranus and Cancer brings opportunities through like encounters with other people, chance encounters with other people. And they find success in home-oriented activities. So things such as like, again, real estate, interior decorating, antiques, cooking, okay? They can, um, they have a reputation for being eccentric and unpredictable, but that's kind of given when Uranus is with the moon. Okay. <laughs> All right. Neptune and Cancer. Neptune is a planet of dreams, psychic ability, illusions. If you have your Neptune in Cancer, um, it gives it a psychic, spiritual, and idealistic quality. Okay. They're, again, sensitive and compassionate people. Um, they hold, Neptune and Cancer people hold family, um, hold home and family values in high regard, okay? Um, they also have a knack for wanting to make the world a better place and wanting to make the world like one big home. This is very interesting, okay? Um... Neptune and Cancer people can love luxury or love a life of luxury. So they can be very into the elegant, bougie lifestyle. Okay. Um, Neptune and Cancer brings unusual or unexpected circumstances in the home through family members. Um, so definitely watch out for that. Pluto. Pluto is the planet of transformation, birth, and death. When Pluto is in Cancer, or if you have Pluto in Cancer, um, it usually deals with how you reinvent your home life, okay? Or how you establish your home life, okay? Um, so it gives the, the native intense emotions, um, but then if their home life or their situation is not what they want, instead of focusing on themselves, Pluto and Cancer people can like be big haters towards others. So you need to make sure that's in balance and make sure that if something in your life is not okay with you and you're not happy with it, then make it a point to change it. You know, don't, don't look at somebody else's yard and then... You know, just that's not that's not gonna do anything. Alright. But usually Pluto and Cancer has to deal with your way of life, right? How how you make your life as homey as possible. And last but not least, Cancer rules the fourth house, right? The fourth house is the home. So you definitely wanna see what planet i'm actually going to do a separate series on this but uh you definitely want to see what planet is in, is in your fourth house um because the fourth house will dictate um how your, your childhood your family life and how you will establish your family life moving forward or how you are likely to anyways the energy um so yeah it the fourth house um it rules over your your home life in the past present and future like i said um 
talks about your childhood, your relationship with your parents, okay? Um, it talks about what kind of ownership you will have, what kind of real estate, if you're going to own a house or not. You know, what is, you know, it's not a prediction. It's just what is likely to happen or what you can do with the energy that you have in there to make these things happen. All right. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, you know, it's a very mystical house, the fourth house. Um, and it represents what you keep secluded, you know, what you would keep in your house from the rest of the world. And, uh, yeah, how, how you, what you call home, both in the home and, and outside of the home. So that was your recap for, um, cancer part two. I will move on to the next sign, which is the fifth sign of the Zodiac. Let's see who's next. Uh, Zodiac in order. And for the next sign, we have Leo. So I will be doing Leo next. Stay tuned and watch out for other unrelated episodes. Thank you.